Maybe you're a little confused by the title of this podcast. Yes, this is a podcast about my 12 years experience in wedding photography. But does the title really, really say that? No, it certainly doesn't. Let me tell you what the title means because it's, it's, it's kind of interesting and it kind of segues into some of the things that I want to talk about for this podcast. When the best man and the maid of honor or matron of honor make their speeches at a reception, this, this is typical in almost all weddings, right? The best man and the maid of honor get up and they both make speeches to and about uh, their experience with the bride and the groom. And they say something meaningful or purposeful and inspiring. And it's really a chance to make a great speech and to really declare your love, friendship, brotherhood, sisterhood, whatever, with, uh, with that person that has chosen you to be by their side for their greatest day. But if you ask any photographer about what the first line is about 75-80% of the time, that's anecdotally speaking, I don't actually have data on this, but I can tell you it's about that much, you have a chance to lead into this great speech about this person you care about with, with all the greatest intentions in the world, and yet 75% of the people who make this speech will start out with, for those who don't know me, <laughs> why don't you just say, hi, my name's Steve. Hi, my name's Ashley. Hi, I'm, I'm, I'm Rick. I'm the brother of the groom. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm the best friend from high school of the groom. But for whatever reason, every speech seemingly starts with, for those who don't know me. And that's such an awkward thing to start with. I, I just think it's, it's kind of weird. And while that might seem like a little thing, it's one in a billion things about weddings that we as wedding photographers see that very few other people see. And that's just a small example, but that's one that always sticks in my head, right? It's the thing, it, it's that one little thing here and there and there and there that people don't see during weddings. They don't pick up during weddings. And I feel like after 12 years of wedding photography, I really start, I want to start sharing these. I want to start sharing these thoughts and ideas that really every wedding photographer has. We're going to talk a little bit about inspiring stories. We're going to talk about how brides and grooms have handled adversity. We're going to talk about maybe a couple of do's and don'ts. If you're somebody that's planning a wedding right now or think you might in the future, those are going to be the ones you want to check out. We're the experts. We, we know how this goes. You do this once, maybe twice. We do this every weekend from April until, uh, until, until November. And if you live in the, the warm weather states, you do it all year round. I live in uh, Rochester, New York. It's one of the snowiest states in, or, uh, sorry, cities uh, in the country. But we still get married a lot. And that means all the weddings get jammed into a very few <laughs> months where it's actually warm enough to have, uh, to have a nice day. So we're going to talk about a lot of things. The one thing that I think I want to talk about too is I'm going to mix in my own experience. Not how do I affect these things or, or not how do wedding stories pop up or, or, or what happened in this wedding or what happened in this wedding. We're going we're to cover that stuff for sure. But I want to talk about also the other side. How do these things affect me? What do I take from these things? Because, you know, the wedding photographer, if you're at a wedding, you, you see them there. They do their thing. Maybe they're good. Maybe they're bad. Maybe you have a thought on them. Maybe they have a thought on the way they dress or the way they handle themselves. Hey, these are all, these are all thoughts we have, right? 
But we really don't think past that. We see the person, we see the photos in the end, and that's it. And the fact is, you can't not be affected by what you see as a wedding photographer. Incredible love, interesting, funny circumstances, inspiring stories, perseverance, strong families, families that you can tell have been through thick and thin, amazing people that you meet along the way. These are all going to, I'm going to talk about how these things affect me as well. And I, I think these are interesting stories. I think these are things that no matter who you are, I think you're going to be curious about. If you love weddings, if you're planning a wedding, you're going to see inside a wedding. You're going to see the, the, the inner workings of, of, of what I see when I go into each wedding. How they're unique, how they're similar, what to do, what not to do. How to handle adversity on your wedding day and planning up for it. It's the ins and outs. It's the things you don't see. It's the behind the scenes. We're going to pull the curtain back on all this stuff. Not in a gossipy way, but in a meaningful way. In a fun way. In an interesting way. What's going to happen is you're going to go to your next wedding after listening to a couple of these podcasts. And you're going to, you're going to experience that wedding differently. You're going to see things differently. And it's going to be kind of fun. You're going to see what I see. And trust me, it's interesting. There's a reason wedding photographers do what they do for so long. Because here's the, here's the first secret that, you really, that most people really don't know about wedding photography. Uh, I've had knee surgery for, for cartilage tears in my knee. Significant cartilage tears. Um, you know, I come home from having shot my second or third wedding on a weekend. And the next day, it's hard to walk. Um, I have back problems. Um, I have, I have uh, you know, it's, it's, it's painful. It's exhausting. And that's just the physical piece of it. Um, it wears on your body. It really, really wears on your body. I will say this. The money is great. The money is great. And the experiences are great. And the people are great. But it wears on your body. And it wears on your mind. Because you have to be on. And not only do you have to be on, you have to guide people through a day. That's something that people don't realize. You not only have to be good technically, you have to be perfect technically. You have to be near perfect technically with your equipment, with your gear. The other piece of it is you have to be near perfect with people. You're dealing with people on, on their best day, but it's also their most fragile day, right? And those moments before a wedding with the bride and you're there and she's putting on her makeup, you can see it in her face. You can see that moment she realizes it's real. This is it. Every bride I've ever photographed, I've seen that. I've seen that look when they finally go, oh crap, it's here. Not in a bad way, but in, a, in a, just a stunned way. And th that's a powerful thing. And you have to know how to handle those emotions. You have to know how to handle tears, um, uh, anxiety, uh, joy, uh, you have to know how to be around all types of people because everyone's a little different. Some people are extremely anxious before a wedding and some people are so cool. You have to stay calm even when maybe everything's really going wrong on you. Things are going sideways, time sideways. Timelines are, are, are being challenged and pushed and, and, and you have to figure out what you need, you know, how to get what you need to get still. You have to 
continue, you have to make sure and you have to promise and ensure uh, that, that you can still get the photos you need, even though you have a half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour less than you thought you did and still stay cool. And more than that, still remind the bride that everything's going to be okay. And the groom and the parents. And that's the other thing too. You have to deal with families and you have to make sure that the family is comfortable and they feel good and they feel comfortable about you being around their children, their brothers and sisters, their nieces and nephews. It's, you know, you have to be great with these people. You have to, they have to really like you immediately. And that means putting out a whole lot of effort. And sometimes that effort is just to remain calm in chaos. Keeping that cool head when everything around you is going sideways. Sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's you know, adding a little, a, a little piece of levity to a, to a tense situation and helping everybody breathe a little bit. And while you're doing this, you have to be technically perfect as well. And the other thing that you have to do as a photographer, as a wedding photographer, is you have to guide people through a day. Here in this country... And I'll, I'll, I'll do a podcast on, on how different cultures handle wedding photographers, right? But here in this culture, we pay wedding photographers to tell us what to do. <laughs> Plain and simple. Okay, that's, that's what happens. Maybe, you know, uh, maybe, you know the, the bride and groom will set aside time for pictures here, pictures here, whatever. But really, the good wedding photographer is the one that knows you know what, I think it might be a good time to get your dress on because it'll take you about this much time. You might think it'll take 15 minutes, but it might take 20, 25 to get everything tied up in the back and stuff like that. And, you know, that those are the things that the, 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 the couple depends on, that pays for. That's, what, that's the service we provide. We are the photographer. We are the, the co-coordinator. Uh, and and we, are the, we are the therapist. We're the only person that shadows you the entire day, other than the people that you know, your family, your friends. We have to be good at all those things. And if we're not, we're not going to get good pictures, I guarantee you. Because if you don't feel comfortable around me, you're not going to get good pictures. That's it. If I'm not guiding the day, if I'm not leading you, you know, um, in, a, in a way that, 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 is, that is comfortable and calm, but also, you know, firm and, 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 uh, and confident the pictures aren't going to come out or I'm not going to get enough of what I need for you to be happy with what you paid me, <laughs> right? It's a very, very complicated job and it takes a long, long time to get something resembling comfortable with. And I always say this, if you're feeling comfortable as a photographer, you're probably not doing enough. You should always feel uncomfortable. When you feel uncomfortable, when, as a, I'm talking as a photographer, when a photographer feels comfortable, that means they're complacent. You should never be complacent as a photographer. These are the kinds of things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about what this job means. We're going to talk about how it affects us, how doing it for this long uh, affects a person. We're going to talk about what, what I've seen, what I've experienced, what I've felt. I'm going to tell you about adversity. That's the big thing that I want to talk about too is, is, you know, people think that a wedding day has to be perfect and it rarely is. I can tell you right now, I've had a lot of jobs in my life. I work in clinical trials. Uh, I've worked on a car lot. I've worked on a railroad. 
pounding spikes by hand. I've had a lot of other jobs. Line cook to me is always one of the hardest jobs. I don't, I don't think people really appreciate how hard that job is either. But this by far is the most stressful job, both physically and mentally that I've ever done, without a doubt. It is extraordinarily difficult. Capturing a wedding, capturing two weddings, capturing three weddings on a weekend is extremely difficult. And that's why after 12 years, I've decided to hang it up. But it took me 12 years to do so because I truly love it. As hard as it is, when you get it and you get good at it, it is so incredibly rewarding. It's the the great people that I've met. It's the beautiful love that I've seen. It's overcoming adversity and it's the incredible experiences and uniqueness, subtle uniqueness in every single day, in every single wedding. It's how people express themselves on their greatest day. It's fascinating. This is, this is psychology, sociology, anthropology. This is everything rolled into one. It's a wedding. It's a celebration. It's a celebration of faith, love, companionship, family, friends. Sometimes there's hardship. Sometimes there's sadness mixed in. Tragedy. Difficulty. But it's all unique and it's all beautiful. And it's all really, really powerful. I have so many stories to share with you. I'm not going to use names. It's very, very important that I protect the, the privacy of the, 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 the good people that have trusted me over the years. But I'm going to share stories. You may also notice that I am outside. Um, my wife is home a lot. So I, <laughs> I don't want to bother her too much. So I'm going to go outside and record these. Um, I would love to record them in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a nice soundproofed area with a professional microphone and everything like that. But we live in a small apartment. And as not, I don't want to bother her. Uh, so I will be recording these for the most part uh, outside. But, you know, I'm in beautiful nature and I'm inspired by this as well. So I'll come to you with with some bird sounds in the background and, and sounds of crickets and various other insects and animals. <laughs> but I think you're going to dig this podcast. I really do. I think everyone can connect with the content here uh, in a meaningful way. Come on this journey with me, everybody. I think you're going to like it. I think you're going to enjoy it. I think you're going to be really, really interested. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care of each other. Be safe. Have a good day. I shot some friend's wedding a few weeks ago, and um, it was uh, obviously very, very impacted by this time, by the pandemic. Uh, only 50 people were allowed, uh, and it was uh, in a backyard. Masks were worn. Uh, people were, for the most part, really, really good and responsible. Um, and I'll tell you what, it was a wonderful event. And I know it was very stressful for the bride and the groom, as it is for every bride and groom right now. And for the second episode, I think it's really, really important to talk about weddings today, weddings the way they are right now. And maybe we can take a cue for, from what we're doing right now with weddings uh, into our future, into the future as, as we move forward. Because it's kind of, it's kind of a metaphor for, I, I think, how, how we need to start kind of living life. Um, you know, so getting back to the wedding I shot a couple weekends ago, it was beautiful. It was in a, it was in a yard, a side yard, basically, uh, in an old, um, of the, the groom's parents, uh, estate in, um, kind of out in the country 
uh, near a, an apple orchard. Uh, they have an apple orchard out on the side. And it was just, it was amazing. It was really beautifully done. I mean, every everyone involved went to such lengths to, to try to make it special. Um, they had to do a lot of last-second planning. Obviously, this is not the venue that they were going to have it. Um, but, uh, you know, and I, I know there was a lot of frustration and a lot of hardship. I'm sure there was plenty of tears uh, from the bride and the groom and the parents and, and everybody in, in just trying to make this work with, with so, so much uncertainty. And here I am coming in from the outside, and I don't really know all this stuff. Like I said, the, the bride and groom were, were friends of mine. Um, but, I, you know, I wasn't quite aware of what they were going through, and I, I could imagine. But um, it's just got to be very difficult knowing that, you know, you're planning the biggest day of your life and everything just goes sideways on you. Um, you know, um, gosh, that's, that's, that's a horrible, horrible thought. Uh, this is supposed to be the most magical time in your life, and uh, one of them anyway, and it's, it's, it's one of the most difficult. And, you know, that being said, I, I walked in to this, uh, to this, to, to start my day, to start shooting. And everyone was calm and relaxed on this beautiful day outside. Um, you know, the, the, the groom and the groomsmen were sitting on the porch, the bridesmaids and, and the bride were inside. Um, you know, everyone was just relaxed or it seemed like that anyway, everybody was just chill. And, you know, that's the way it is with some weddings anyway, but this was just particularly relaxed you know, all the formalities were dropped. Um, the, the yard looked beautiful. Everything looked beautiful. The, the ceremony spot was just gorgeous. Um, like I said, everyone went to every length possible to, to, to normalize this, to make this as special as, as possible. And I've got to tell you just through the day, um, you know, this was as special as any wedding I'd ever, I'd ever been to. And, you know, I got to say, I wish more weddings were like this. I know that we've built in our mind that wedding days have to be this grandiose thing. Uh, they really don't. My favorite weddings to shoot are ones like this that are intimate and small, where the bride and the groom don't feel like they have to catch up with 200 people or 300 people or even 125 people. It's 50 people. It's 50 of the closest people. And I'm sure the decision, uh, you know, the decisions that they had to make regarding who, you know, to, to have come to their wedding and who, who could not... Um, you know, due to uh, the, the gathering restrictions of, of the pandemic, I'm sure that was incredibly difficult, you know, having to say, hey, we invited you to, your wed- to our wedding, now we can't anymore. Um, that must have been tremendously trying uh, for, for, the, for the people that they love and, and the bride and the groom, of course. And so, but I, I got to tell you, just not having so many people there, everything went so smoothly, you know, one of the hardest things about doing uh, wedding photography, you know, for a larger wedding is getting family together, family and friends together after, for photos after the ceremony because there's so many people. And, of course, everyone wants to just talk to one another and they want to have drinks. They want to go right to the bar and, and, and start the party and you can't blame them. But you've got to corral all these people together as a photographer and, and make sure that everyone, without knowing any of these people, mind you, <laughs> and you've got to do it quickly so that you can get to the bridal party photos and the, and the photos of the couple afterward. Um, when there's 50 people, it is far easier to do this. Um, it is far, far easier. And this was just a snap. Every All the photos went so easily because nobody was distracted. Everyone was focused on kind of their part in the day. And, you know, everyone was able to you know, hear me for, for one, um, you know, everyone was kind of, kind of focused on the bride and the groom and, and making sure that everything was going smoothly for them. And I so appreciated that. I thought that's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And, and, 
you know, the ceremony was just as beautiful as, as any I'd ever attended. It was just as intimate and meaningful and a little tearful. And, and um, you know, uh, the reception couldn't have any dancing. Uh, but, you know, uh, people were laughing, having a good time, having a couple extra drinks, you know. And, and uh, it was just great to see people enjoying themselves and being happy in this in this crazy time. But more importantly, it was great to see you know, we, how, you know, as much as we build up in our minds what a wedding has to be, um, it, they're really just beautiful collections of, of people you love. And, you know, I've always said about weddings, when people get too much into the details or too much into, oh, what about this or what about this? I always say, look, all your guests want to do is they want to come, they want to see you, the bride and the groom, happy. They want to eat, they want to dance. Okay, they couldn't dance in this case. Uh, but they also, you know, they, they, they want to drink. So it's very simple. Keep it simple. Keep your, keep, you know, show your guests the, the happy day. Show your guests that you, you are happy as a couple and that you are, um, that you're, you're excited to be intertwined for life. That's what your guests want to see. Uh, your guests want to eat good food. They want to mingle with other guests and have a good time. And they want to have some alcoholic beverages for the most part. Um, you know, dancing is nice, but if you can't have dancing, eh, you know what? That's the one thing that, that, that can go, most definitely. <laughs> um, but really, that's, that's the importance of, of, that's what's truly important on a wedding day. And I think we get lost. I think we get lost in, in, in all the other stuff and the extras. And if you're planning a wedding right now, or if you're planning, if, if you hope to plan a wedding in the future, remember to keep it simple. Um, remember to keep it intimate. It doesn't make it any less. In fact, you'll go through the day and realize that you got a chance to breathe and relax instead of having feeling obligated to, you know, uh, you know, hop to it from table to table to talk to a guest or a couple uh, for, you know, 20 seconds at a time or snap a quick selfie with them before you move on to the next. Uh, and, and hey, nothing against larger weddings. Uh, if you can do it, that's great. That's fantastic. That's awesome. If that's when, what you want to do, that's great. But I got to tell you, from this perspective, when everybody is relaxed, when everybody, when the formalities are a little, little, little kind of, when they're, when they're dropped a little bit, when they're a little more uh, fuzzy, you know, and those are the best weddings, I think. Those are the ones that, uh, for me, I take a lot away from. You know, it's a story of life, right? Life right now. Adapt. Learn to adapt and learn to make whatever life is right now beautiful. Our, our world is in such a... Uh, uh, it's such change, turmoil. Um, you know, we we are we are looking at everything in our lives due to uh, the pandemic, due to issues with social justice. You know, uh, there's a million different lenses to see our own lives and our own experiences through right now, and we have to adapt and adjust uh, with all this coming at us, and that's not an easy thing. But you know, I'm looking at this wedding a couple of weekends ago, and I realized this is a bride and a groom that adapted and adjusted, and you know what? They made the absolute best. They and the people around them made this day the absolute best it possibly would could have been. And to be perfectly honest, I would have shot this wedding any day over uh you know over a more elaborate one. It was just beautiful and just simple and uh just perfect. It was it was it was fantastic and uh I personally had a really good time shooting this wedding. And I know the guests had a really good time at this wedding and and I know it's it's not what they initially wanted, but it was so nice to see everyone adapt and turn it into something magical anyway. 
And I think that's what we're all trying to do right now. I think that's a lesson for life. These are the kinds of lessons I, as a photographer, take with me into my life when I see these things happen at weddings. I like to see couples and the way they react to change or maybe an unfortunate circumstance or something that happens during their day, how they react. You know, I I take that with me uh, into my life and I I kind of impose that onto my life and uh, superimpose that onto my life and, you know, really try to come away from these weddings with a better understanding of of how to um, how to move through uh, some of the difficult things in life. It's, it's kind of interesting. That's how it affects me. Um, so, you know, let's all kind of take from this, this time where weddings are very difficult uh, to plan, everything like that. And, and let's realize that we can be simpler in our lives. We can be simpler in our weddings and, and in everything that we do and everything that we plan for and still make it special and still make it meaningful. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care of each other. Take care of each other.